Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In podcast for fitpreneurs and their health conscious clients. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals who want to expand their professional credibility, shake off stress, and thrive in a burnout proof career with conversations on the fitness industry movement, nutrition, sleep, mindset, nervous system health, yoga, business, and so much more. I'm your host, Erica Thomas. I'm a resilience coach and fitpreneur offering an authentic, actionable, realistic approach to personal and professional balance for coaches in any format. The Work In is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching, bringing resilience through movement, action, and accountability. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are available now. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Work In Podcast. I really cannot believe that something that started out as an experiment in marketing and visibility has grown into its own evolving body of work. But I am so grateful to each and every one of you for your support along the way. And I'm so excited to kick off this season of intention and attention in all things business, mindset, and fitness for coaches and clients alike. Today's episode is a reintroduction of sorts. I thought it would be a good time to set expectations going forward and frame or reframe my own business pivot outside of this podcast and share some of my own core beliefs, both personally and professionally. If you want to follow along with these changes, I'd like to invite you to join my Grace and Grit newsletter. I send weekly emails that expand on what we are discussing here on the work in and are sprinkled with random puppy updates. Since last year, I lost my mind a little bit and adopted two puppies for my big dog, Remy. He was not amused, and I have learned humility along the way. But anyway, I'd love you to join our Grace and Grit crew in the new year, and you can do that by visiting savagegracecoaching.com. I've been thinking a lot recently about my experience in the online business space, as well as my 25 years of fitness industry experience and the push and pull of social media marketing and progressive thought leadership and feminism in and out of the business space, and how these things clash 
with the intention of each and every one of us to discover and promote our own authentic voice and make money, making an actual living in these spaces. And these topics might seem like a big shift away from mental health, stress, and anxiety, but I'm not so sure they are because mental health, our state of mind, is an outward expression, a symptom, if you will, of the internal state of our core beliefs and how we interact with the world. And anytime we experience cognitive dissonance between what we believe and what the world wants us to believe, or between what we know is true and what others are trying to tell us is true, that can really trigger an alarm. And that alarm is what sends us into a state of protection, what we know of as stress, anxiety, and overwhelm in all its various forms. It's important to understand how who you are and what you believe influences not just your external choices and behavior, but your internal awareness, that mind-body-spirit relationship. Some of our focus this year on the podcast might seem exclusive to entrepreneurs, fit pros, online business founders, maybe female small business owners, but there's nothing exclusive about trauma, stress, or anxiety. There's nothing exclusive about how the nervous system tries to protect you. Every entrepreneur, every fit pro is a human first, and every human, regardless of what you do for a living, can benefit from a deeper understanding of who they are so they can set boundaries, make grounded choices, stay healthy, calm, and resilient. Today's episode is an outline of what we stand for in this podcast, my business and personal life, and the kind of professionals that I work with and would love to work with. It's both a manifesto and an invitation to join a movement of empowerment in the small business and wellness and coaching space. So whether you're a health conscious individual, a wellness enthusiast, or a provider of those things, this one is for you. So here we go. I am a femme fitpreneur. What is that exactly? Well, it might be new. A fitpreneur is that freestyle solo fit pro who is trying to make it on their own in the fitness industry. But a femme fitpreneur goes a step further than just your average aerobics instructor or coach. She goes beyond being an entertainer or performer. She's turned a hobby into a career. She understands that most of what she brings to her clients goes beyond what the eyes can see and takes that privilege seriously. It's a female fitness professional that refuses to fall into the victim culture as defined by the latest social outrage. She believes in the power of divine feminine and masculine, 
the importance of both and the freedom to express each. At her core, she is creative, independent, and self-reliant and doesn't take no for an answer. She finds a way because she wants it all. She is fearless in her own moral code and in the same breath can accept and support the differences in those around her. She takes responsibility for herself and expects others to do the same. She has a backbone of diamond, a heart of gold, and beautiful boundaries that have been hard won. She works simultaneously for the immediate moment and for legacy, taking the road less traveled to get there. She's a red-blooded feminist. She acknowledges the historical struggle of women to be respected and recognized in the workplace and in the political landscape, especially with regards to money and access to property, and yet fully embraces the rights of women to choose their path, whether traditional or non-traditional, that uphold the family in so many different ways. The femme fitpreneur can recognize and learn from the lessons of the past, but is not defined by them. She won't judge anyone, male or female, past, present, or future for the choices they made in the culture of their time. She expects no special treatment because of her sex. She knows her value and isn't afraid to claim it. She's neither sheep nor lemming. She's unexpected, undefined, real, and a force to be reckoned with personally and professionally. These are the women who will be on the front line of the new gold standard in the fitness industry. The ones that know the importance of the nervous system and are able to bring their clients a new awareness and relationship with their bodies in a way that brings lasting layers of health. Because a calm nervous system can heal everything from anxiety to IBS from insomnia to high blood pressure, from type 2 diabetes to chronic pain. In the real world, everyone you meet carries trauma with them. Everyone has dealt with it to varying degrees, but everyone wants to feel better. Exercise, along with improvements in diet, have been shown to be more effective at healing anxiety and depression by 60%. The wellness industry is in a unique position to make a profound difference, but only if we equip our fit pros with what they need for their clients and for themselves. I'm wondering if you know anyone like this. I'm wondering if this resonates with you. This season, I want to bring you conversations, connections, and perspectives from all corners of the fitness industry. Movement, nutrition, sleep, connection, and business to help you create and claim your own fitpreneurship. We'll be focusing on the intention behind all of these topics and asking questions to help all of us build a stronger awareness of where we stand and what we stand for. It's time to elevate our profession. You don't have to be a therapist to make an impact on a client's mental health. You don't need to be a doctor to cure in quotes, the diseases of lifestyle, and it shouldn't take 25 years of experience surviving imposter syndrome and burnout in order to step into your own standard of excellence personally and professionally. 
You simply need to be open to an understanding of the nervous system and how the simple things we offer in every format of group fitness and health coaching can influence it for the better. This is what being trauma-informed means. It's not watering down everything you say until no one knows what you're talking about in the hopes that no one will be triggered or offended. It's not holding back or stepping outside your scope. It's not oversharing. No, it's simply a different level of awareness as an instructor, as a friend, as a person. It's intention and attention on a different level. It's time to embrace the importance of what we bring to the health equation. If that resonates with you, if that's something you want to bring into your career, you can get started with my free guide to holding space on my website, savagegracecoaching.com. So I hope you'll stick around for this season of the work in. I couldn't do it without you. And speaking of, I always ask my guests when we have them that what their work in is, and some of them don't understand what I'm talking about. So I thought I'd reintroduce the work in by sharing what my work in is going to be for 2023. So rather than choosing a new habit or trying to quit something that I don't like or learning something new as I've done in the past, this year I'm trying to simplify a little bit instead with a new habit structure rather than a particular habit or pattern. For many of you, you know that over the last few months, we've had our world turned upside down in my house by these two adorable puppies. And so now they're getting a little older and I really want to try to establish a regular morning routine, not just for them, but for me. And This will be another try. I've tried this before for myself and I didn't really succeed very well because I didn't have a good reason to do it. And this year I do. These puppies are up very early every day anyway. So this new simplified morning structure for me is going to start with a 5 a.m. wake up. But instead of getting up at 5 a.m. or 4.30 or 3.30 like I already do with the dogs and just sucking on a cup or three of coffee for the next three hours, I'm going to try to make this a more productive time. So we're introducing some kind of movement or exercise first and then some educational time of some kind. Now, I'm in the middle of several online courses, so they all need my attention. And it's been very easy to procrastinate staying up with those. So I'm going to make sure that I do those along with my early morning movement. And you might be wondering, well, why isn't she picking a particular exercise to do? like a yoga class or a yoga practice or 10 miles on the bike. And that is so tempting for me to do. But I know that in the past when I've done that, every time I insist on this is what I'm going to do every single day, no matter what, something will happen to throw that off. And when real life interferes, it's really easy to just give it up 
and never go back. So instead, this simplified structure is just that, a simplified open outline. Okay, so I get up at five. I'm going to move. I'm going to do something. So maybe that looks like a yoga practice. Maybe that looks like a walk with the dogs. Maybe that looks like a 10-minute high-intensity burst bodyweight workout that I can do in my pajamas before I jump in the shower. Those are the kinds of things that I feel like are realistic for me. And that is a really important piece whenever you're introducing some kind of new fitness routine, right? We want to be realistic. We don't want to set ourselves up to fail. This is my work in being okay with changing the plan and just making it work in the moment. I'm really interested in what your intention is for 2023, what your work in is going to be. So if we're not already friends on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Real Savage Grace or Facebook at Savage Grace Coaching. Or of course, look me up on LinkedIn. You can find me under my name, Erica Thomas. And don't forget to join our Grace and Grit newsletter. Just head on over to savagegracecoaching.com. And while you're there, you can explore any number of free resources and check out some of the new things coming online in 2023. I'm looking at offering some clarity sessions for my friends in the fitness industry and small business, and I'm really looking forward to that. So check it out. Thanks so much for joining me today on The Work In. Stay tuned for some really excellent guests coming up this month. We are going to be talking all about intention and attention. I would love to see you there. Thanks everybody, and we'll see you next time.